This program is presented by University of California Television. Like what you learn? Visit our website or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up with the latest UCTV programs. So I'm very happy to see you all, um, faces from when we started COAST 12 years ago and new faces. Uh, if you remember the last time we were together, uh, I warned you that I might be walking around with a collection bowl because our grant was ending and we weren't sure if we could go on. Um, so the good news is that we're here and we're refunded and we have, uh, we're very fortunate to have the NIH NORC at UCSF now, so that's helped support us. Uh, NIH Obesity Center that started this year, and Christian Base is the PI. And we also were refunded through the University uh, of California Office of the President for another five years for our uh, cross-campus uh, obesity center called SO. So you keep hearing SO. SO is Stress Envi Environment and Weight. And we've been for the past five years working with our collaborators at UC Davis and UC Berkeley and really honing in on understanding relationships from lab, controlled lab studies to epidemiological studies on sugar, compulsive eating, obesity, and uh, health disparities. And it has been great. And the question is, what's next? We know that, that uh, highly palatable food is, for many people, irresistible particularly for um, people when the environment is constricted, and that's the, the primary um, option around. We can study this to death, and we know enough about how food is affecting the brain and compulsive eating. And we're at an interesting time in this obesity epidemic. And for all of our research and, and efforts, the epidemic is not changing. The big picture is that obesity is still just as high and diabetes is still increasing. And there's a tremendous amount of diabetes in non-obese people now that is clearly from our food sources. We have toxic levels of unhealthy food in our food environments. The food industry is not complaining. The medical industry is suffering and dying. So, what can we really do in this next generation of research? We need to, based on research, both basic and behavioral and social research, we need to partner with policy, with not just clinical interventions that are treatment-focused, but prevention efforts. So in this next version of SO, we have added policy as one of our objectives. and. Uh, in comes the co-PI, my partner in this, um, Laura Schmidt. And Laura Schmidt is a force of nature, and she is one of the causes of the Berkeley successful soda tax. She is one of the reasons that you cannot find a Coke here. We do not sell highly sweetened beverages at UCSF. I'm so thrilled to say that. <laughs> um, 
So changing, dramatically changing our food environment, one of the most toxic substances, liquid sugar, could have some big effects. And so we've decided to study that. And you're going to get the first sneak peek, a preview of what we found so far at UCSF. We have a, a, a sales ban that spans the campus and the medical center. So after lunch, you'll get to hear a little bit about that. And really, the question arises, you know, if we can, can we cause phenomenal public health change in students, staff, faculty, changing the amounts of sugar intake, and will that change health at a large level? Will it change populations of microbiota as well? They are completely influenced by our environment, food environment, stress, behavior, et cetera. So really one of the questions becomes, can we bridge uh, this breed of translational research where we're looking at policy changes and the effects all the way down to the cellular level. So that's our next generation of our next five years with so. If you are a UC researcher and you would like to join our efforts, please email us through the website or directly to Amanda because we can use all the help we can get. And we'll be spending the next uh, 24 hours together forming our cross-campus uh, collaborative and how we, we're, we're hoping to see big change down to the cellular level. Okay, so why microbiome today? We've been wanting to have a symposium on the microbiome for years. My partner in COAST, Barbara Laraya, who's now at UC Berkeley, and I have been looking at the field and wasn't quite ready. There was a lot of ideas that you couldn't change the microbiome and there was a lot of controversy about it and how do you measure it? Well, we're in a completely different era today. And so we're really excited to bring to you leaders in microbiome research. And uh, we're going to learn about the microbiome communities and how we live with them, how they're more of our cells and DNA than the human cells. And they've been invisible, they haven't been studied, and now we actually know so much more about what's influencing them. So they are a perfect example of how our social and behavioral and nutritional environment are shaping our health and how we need this interdisciplinary, multi-level research to try to be influencing health. And the microbiome is one of the fabulous next targets for us to understand the effects of our, our healthy or let's say unhealthy environments and how to change them. 